0: You're listening to World of Empowerment Radio. Your station for practical spirituality in a changing world. And here are your hosts, Angela Rose and Ahanu. Angel Rose asked in the Akashic Records a few years ago, where was the right and the best place to live? And the answer came back, with your family. Or where you give or receive the most love? And while a little arbitrary, the answer was typical of source, straight and to the point. And this same question came up for us again recently. It arose after an interview we did with Penny Kelly about the pending micronova of the sun. It's no coincidence we're publishing a book right now by Alan Hart called Surviving the Micronova, The Train Is On The Tracks. And you can get that from Amazon. He speaks urgently about an impending Micronova. Do check it out. It will answer a lot of questions for you. But for us, it answered the question of the best place to live. And here's an extract from the introduction to that book. Alan Hart says, At the end of my first book, Dancing a Quantum Dream, an 80-year journey of initiation, quiet miracles, teaching, and shamanic communications, I warned that the train is on the tracks. After I sent the manuscript to my publishers, which is us, by the way, I felt I had perhaps overlooked that foreboding warning. I had only examined that topic in an intellectual, disinterested, scientific way, typical in our age of materialism, Intellectualizing our experiences. After all, that was how I was raised in the 50s on a farm in Minnesota. And when I questioned that, soon I was shown that the train was indeed real and we are on the tracks. Soon my guides led me to search for answers for that open ended query. I found we are nearing the end of a recurring micronova cycle. And this cycle was barely suggested to me about seven decades ago when I found three books by Emanuel Velikovsky in the County Library. Worlds in Collision, Ages in Chaos and Earth in Upheaval. The works of De Luc and Cuvier, Catastrophe and Cataclysm, were an early part in my literary life, along with the science fiction of Clifford Simak, Isaac Asimov, Robert Heinlein and Arthur C. Clarke. Only in examining my life experiences in writing my first book did I see the significance and association of the collection of memories and anecdotes. I realised I had been led on a lifelong shamanic Gnostic adventure without knowing what all that meant. After all, I was just a farm kid from Minnesota. What did I know? Who knows? Looking back, I saw that little hints were dropped along the way hints that I didn't connect with until enough were experienced but filed away as just weird if somewhat interesting. Within the next few decades we will see a micronova of our sun, reversal of our magnetosphere, unlocking of the crust and our tilt of the earth, tsunamis that sweep across continents, major earthquakes and volcanoes and the extinct of 10 to 50% of species. Human civilization would be hard hit because of our vulnerability due to our extreme dependence on technology, especially electricity. Are there any other clues that something is about to happen? Shouldn't we see magnetic changes on our planet in other solar systems or other stars in our galaxy? We got a report from NASA's Mars InSight Lander that it had detected more than 300 Mars quakes. Reports from Venus revealed the winds are getting one-third faster. And now we've found our sister planets that have already started into the galactic current sheet are showing its effects, such as the collapse of the atmosphere on Pluto and a reversal of weather patterns on Neptune. This signals that any of the planets moving through the galactic current sheet might have weather systems reversed or collapsed. Winds in Jupiter's great red spot and on Venus are speeding up. Jupiter is giving off radio signals from the red spot. Saturn, Uranus and Neptune have had strange superstorms in their atmospheres. And auroras have increased on Uranus. In addition to the 12,000-year cycle Micronova, We are already in a 6,000-year cycle called a Heinrich event that manifests with magnetic changes and a shift in the hydroclimate. These are now happening, and still ahead, an uptick in volcanoes, which we have not yet seen. We are on the harmonic, the 12,000-year cycle that will mesh with the 6,000-year Heinrich event that started in 1859 with the Carrington event. Every 6,000 years there's an amplified, more extreme Heinrich event. In addition to the others that are part of the 12,000-year micronova, a super flare can be a hundred times greater than the Carrington event. In the last few years, two new kinds of nova and a new type of star were discovered. New types of nova events. Nova with no ejections, without binaries, no luminosity, So much has happened in recent years that you'd have to be reading the peer-reviewed literature to know the possibilities for NOVA can be found all around our star. The solar NOVA has become possible within the known NOVA events in the Milky Way galaxy. We know the stars that are following behind as we travel through the galactic current sheet. They're also showing their own NOVA event. Planets and stars are affected by their journey through the galactic current sheet. Proxima Centauri has been carefully observed for years and well established as a star that flares. Its range of flare limits well established and then it had a superflare. Barnard's star was thought to be inactive and then it began flaring. Astrophysicists have found the X ray inflated local bubble of hot gas surrounding our solar system from previous micronovas, and our solar system is in the exact center. A major update came from the Chinese lunar lander that also found the glassy spherules even larger than those found by our Apollo program. Earth's speed of rotation is increasing each year. In 2020, Earth broke its record for rotational speed several times. 2021 was slightly shorter than usual, and 2022 is expected to set new records for the fastest year and the shortest day. Mulligan and Corin, psychologists in Canada, published their study, Geopsychology of Instrumental Aggression, Daily Occurrence of Global Terrorism and Solar Magnetic Activity, 1970-2018, to in the Research Journal in 2021. They reported emotional instability is more common under magnetic storm conditions and increased cosmic rays. If you wonder why craziness has picked up in frequency, here's at least a partial factor. Space weather may exacerbate nascent anger and heighten violence. We should focus on what we must know so we can bolster our chances of surviving this cataclysm, as our ancestors did. We ourselves are ample evidence that this is survivable. We are the family of those survivors of 12,000 years ago. It's in our genes. Besides, we are more than we seem. The large, low-shear-velocity provinces, structures in the mantle, suggest the North Magnetic Pole will re- orient itself in the Bay of Bengal, turning much of India into the new arctic circle. But since we now know that the crust can and probably will unlock from the underlying mantle, continents can move, some rise and fall, sliding under and over each other. We finally have the mechanism Einstein was looking for that would unlock the crust from the underlying mantle. Einstein died three years before Hapgood's book was published. He didn't know that the crust can unlock during a recurrent micronova or that the hyperactivity of Earth's magnetosphere increases the plasticity of rocks at the interface of crust and mantle so that they can unlock. All that remained was to find what drove the continental plates to move. Einstein only had Greenland's ice mass, throwing the Earth out of balance. But there was not enough mass in Greenland's ice field to make the crust move. The YouTube channel of Veritasium showed how this could happen. A spinning object, weightless in space, jumped from its angle of rotation to another angle of rotation because of asymmetry, then flipped back to its original angle of rotation, Ben Davidson comments, this is pretty close, what we're looking for with the Earth. While this is usually only applicable to asymmetrical objects, the Earth is asymmetrical because of the LLSVPs, massive pluming branches that extend from the region of the outer core up through the mantle, even penetrating through the crust in places. This asymmetry makes the crust layers break up during a micronova. This is called the Zanebekov effect. But the LLSVP structures inside the mantle suggest the North Magnetic Pole will reorient itself in the Bay of Bengal, turning much of India into the new Arctic Circle. I needed to know the nature of the cataclysm and its time of arrival. Scientists have been monitoring the North Magnetic Pole for over a hundred years. I found a series on consciousness written by Penny Kelly and one of her sources on YouTube, Maverick Star Reloaded, presented information that showed that the North Magnetic Pole had begun to move rapidly from its meandering around Northern Canada. The host of Maverick Star Reloaded posited that as the magnetosphere gets weaker and when the travelling pole gets to the 40 degree point, it will accelerate to zero polarity. Then it will reverse polarity. This was doubted by Ben Davidson at Suspicious Observers, who wrote The Next End of the World. In fact, what we're more likely facing is not a change of magnetic polarity from north to south, but a mere moving of the north magnetic pole to a new location. A polar recursion, not a polar reversal or a flip. In a flip, If the flow of plasma energy stops, the rotation of the Earth stops. But there are no brakes to make that stop immediate. Some folks are talking about off-the-chart tsunamis. But even if the Earth is spinning at 1,000 miles per hour at the equator, or 736 miles per hour at 45 degrees, and the power that makes it spin is switched off, And it slowed down at the rate of just 17 miles per hour per minute. The oceans would slow down at about the same rate so there would not be mile-high or two mile-high tsunamis. In a recursion, the poles are eventually at a new location but the earth's rotation might not stop. Instead, coastal regions might be hit with moderate flooding. Yet, Evidence from past events show waves taking out whole continents. Perhaps if the crust unlocks, buckles and continents are swallowed by the abyss. Under the Antarctic ice, there's a flash-frozen tropical rainforest, and in the Arctic, there are the remains of tropical coral. Clearly, the poles were once tropical paradises. Dr Paul Delaney from Toronto's York University says the magnetic pole reversals happen about every half a million years and the last magnetic pole reversal occurred 650,000 years ago and our magnetosphere has already lost about 9% strength in the last 200 years. The prior reversals occurred more often than that, something like 250,000 plus years. Polar recursions The movement of a pole to another location happen more often. Continental tsunamis can occur when the crust unlocks and plates of the crust move, slide against or under each other. That means the pole movements over the last 650,000 years were only excursions and not reversals. And that the North Magnetic Pole wanders away from the North Geographic Pole, but it doesn't flip to the south it moves to a Bay of Bengal location somewhere between India and Indonesia, perhaps between the islands of Java and Sumatra. The South Magnetic Pole eventually organises itself somewhere near the coastline of Ecuador and Peru, creating a new equator running from Antarctica through New Zealand, the Fiji Islands, through the Bering Strait, the former North Pole, Norway, Germany, the Swiss Alps, Italy, Tunisia, Libya. What that means for India and the Amazon is that the people in warm climates will suddenly be in arctic climates instead of tropical and the Eskimos won't be able to build igloos or hunt seals. Mountains at the new equator such as the former Antarctic will likely remain cold because of altitude instead of latitude. A weakening of the earth's magnetosphere has already led to the beaching of some whales and interfered with the migration of others. Any semblance of a magnetosphere is protective, but none is disaster. The weaker the magnetosphere, the greater our exposure to cosmic rays, which will likely damage the electric grid so that serious repair is not possible for many years or even decades. A rapidly collapsing pole could contribute to bigger earthquakes. In the past, this magnetic interruption caused the Earth's crust to slip That's why Chicago was once the North Pole. What looks to be an excursion instead of a 180 degree reversal means that the Earth's spin takes more of a left turn than a U-turn with the former poles at the equator and with two of today's equatorial regions rotating at the poles instead. The former North Geographic Pole would become the direction in which the sun sets and the northern lights would show up over the New North Poles in the direction that once was called East. All this and more might happen, but nobody really knows what it'll be like or how long before it happens. Some say November or December 2023, others between 2030 and 2050. We may have time to prepare. If the magnetic field around the Earth is disrupted... Harmful radiation will reach the surface of the Earth. Where the angle of the incoming radiation is closer to 90 degrees, that is, the equator and the tropics, the temperatures will skyrocket. Without a magnetosphere to shield us from high energy particles, the Earth temperatures will rapidly rise. Combustibles will combust, and then, sometime later, the micronova from our Sun is triggered. Just under the thin crust is a zone of thermoelectrical plasticity that sticks the bottom of the crust to the top of the mantle, locking the two layers together. Normally, the crust floating on the mantle sticks and grips. Changes in temperature or electromagnetic forces can get them to let go. And the crust, unlocked, can float away from its mooring like a boat from a dock. An old-fashioned way of saying continental drift. With the magnetosphere weakening reduced protection from the solar wind can bring hydrogen atoms and oxygen together to hypothetically produce star water above our heads. Beyond the clouds we find an electric layer we call the ionosphere. NASA discovered that large coronal mass ejections or CMEs from the sun cause these layers to produce significant amounts of hydrogen and oxygen, which, meeting in an environment that brings oxygen and hydrogen to produce water above the clouds, seems like the heavens open to create a great flood. Although this hypothesis is developing, it has been shown that solar hydrogen can liberate oxygen trapped in space debris and still have the energy to make water in space. Hydroxyl ions clump and fall to Earth. A weakened magnetosphere equals greater penetration of cosmic rays, equals more cloud particles, equals star water over and above what the lower clouds might produce in times of solar quiet. Author and teacher Penny Kelly also referred to Worlds in Collision by Emanuel Velikovsky, which I had read as a kid in junior high school. That lit me up quickly. About a decade ago, I found Velikovsky's book and I added it to my personal library. Again, too many coincidences to shrug off. I had been warned long ago, but the scientific information had been hidden and unavailable for most of my life. Then, when I searched for consciousness, I found Penny Kelly's Consciousness and Energy, Volume 4, the whole set. And I read her sources. They mentioned the change of the colour of the sun from a merry yellow to a blazing white. And I knew I needed to take this seriously. A recurring micronova may be in the cards before the end of the decade, or three. So there you are folks, coincidence or what? When we first posted our interview with Penny Kelly about the micronova of the sun, we received many comments about her wisdom and far sightedness. There was, of course, some criticism, but our takeaway from all of this is that we would not be here if we first hadn't survived the previous micronovas. And the second So don't go into fear about this. Just be sensible and practical, and be with your family or where you give or receive the most love. That's the solution. You can subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher Radio and on our website at worldofempowerment.com. Don't miss an episode. Hit the subscribe button now.